Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. You have just me today. We're doing a solo episode and we are talking all about how I and how you can manage like side hustles with a full-time job, with a social life, all of the things. But let's start with what's in alignment for us this week and out of alignment for me. I ran 7.2 miles. Like what? What? So I ran one mile to a park to stretch. Stretched for like not even five minutes. I had no plan. I just... I was like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, let's go. And then I did 6.2 miles on the Nike Run Club app. So that's 7.2 miles. Ethan was laughing at me. I'm like, does the first mile count if I was just like running to go stretch? He's like, yeah, you ran a mile, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just, for some reason, I'm like, but I didn't run it straight. I took a five-minute break after. He's like, no, you ran 7.2 miles. I'm like, great. Love that. And that's half a half marathon. So I'm halfway there. And we are, I don't even know how many weeks away. Let's look it up right now. How many weeks until November 18th? Also, if any of you guys are going to be in Philly for that marathon weekend, either running or watching someone run, please let me know. Okay, we're 13 weeks. Fuck, we're 13 weeks away. Oh my God, I didn't realize we were under 14 weeks. Okay. Everything's fine because I showed myself that with the energy of the city, I can do it. I There's something called Summer Streets in New York City. I vlogged it on TikTok and actually on YouTube, but it won't that won't be up till tomorrow. So actually, you can probably go watch it because it should go live the same day as this podcast. So there's something called Summer Streets, and they basically shut down eight miles of streets in New York City. Just It's like three Saturdays of the summer, and... It's incredible because you can run in the streets of New York City or bike or bring your kids and walk, whatever it is, without having to worry about cars. So it was amazing because it honestly felt like a race day. Like there were so many people out there. There's there's people DJing out there, playing music. There's like brands, you know, that brand Box Water. They had a stand by Union Square. They were handing out waters to all of us who were running. It was just like such a cool vibe. It felt like a race day and there was so much to look at. There were like pickleball courts and it's happening again this coming Saturday. So I am going to do it again this Saturday, but it did help me realize like with the energy of something similar to a race day, like you can accomplish more than you think. And I also realized when the sun went down and I passed the four mile hump, things did feel easier. So the sun makes it so much worse. So I'm like, okay, by November, it won't be these scorching hot summer days. So I should be good, but we're just going to keep it up. And I'm feeling really proud of myself. But on the other side of the coin, what's out of alignment is my body hurts. Like I feel so broken. Ever since I threw my back out in the gym the other week, I'm just like a broken human. I'm feeling good enough to like work out and run obviously, but I'm constantly icing my back. And I just feel like Ethan, like Ethan is always broken, icing his back every night, all the things. And like, I have turned into my boyfriend. So that's great. But I'm taking care of myself. I'm no longer, I'm not like overdoing anything in the gym other than that one long run day. 
the other two runs of the week, it's like one speed run, which is intervals, and then one recovery run, which is with my run club, like one to two miles, which is like nothing, like really easy, which is so cool to say. And then my gym days, I'm not I'm not going overboard anymore. I'm not trying kettlebells. I'm not trying anything crazy. Like we can achieve what we want to achieve with just dumbbells and bands and, you know, like we don't have to get fancy. That is feeling better. Let's breathe in what's in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment. (sighs) Okay. Product recommendation of the week. I think I said the other week I'm obsessed with gua shaing and that still remains. And the face oil I use with it is an oil I've been using forever. It's a drunk elephant luxury facial oil and I use it every single night and it just helps with the texture on my skin. Like I feel like it really smooths out my skin and I'm obsessed with it. So that's the product rec. Let's get into the meat of the episode. So I always want to make sure that like when I do these solo episodes, it's not like me, 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 me. Like I'm telling you how I'm able to manage my time and balance everything that I do because I do get a lot of people surprisingly actually asking me how I'm doing that. And I feel like I personally find it so helpful when I listen to like Lauren Bostick on the Skinny Confidential talk about what helps her. I just think it's, you can, you can find like valuable insights from every single person's routine. So it's also something I've been able to really nail down over the years and it's ebbed and flowed, right? So like there's been times where I was only working on side hustles and part-time jobs and a million things up in the air. And I've come to a place where I actually somehow find it easier to manage with a full-time job because there's more structure. Like having, you know, you know that there's the eight hours or whatever of the day that you have to be working. You get a one hour lunch break. You can use that if you want. You know that because you have those eight hours of the day, you have to plan out way more strategically when you're getting your other stuff done. So you also get more done because you're more efficient, right? It's like I have one hour in the morning or one hour at night. So like I have to get this stuff done. When I was trying to do it full time, I had to make money somehow. So I was picking up all these like side gigs and just spreading myself so thin that I feel like there was no opportunity for enough structure. You know, I was getting it all in, but it was just chaos. So anyway, this is kind of how I'm managing it with a full-time job. So my, I guess let's start with like a breakdown of everything I manage for context. So on like the personal side, because I think that's really important here is half marathon training right now and my fitness routine that's really important to me starting my day with that my youtube channel my podcast tiktok and instagram that's more like on the fly content though i'm not like planning that out as much as i am like podcast guests and whatnot um my wind down routine and self-care i find that really important as well and then my social life and quality time so i'm a huge girls girl i don't know if you can tell by now, but like I'm obsessed with my friends. I'm such a girl's girl. And like as much as I'm a very hard worker and have gotten into seasons of my life where I don't want to see anyone and I just want to work, I really at this point in my life like to make sure I'm never sacrificing like the biggest part of my life, which is my relationships and memories, making memories and Ethan and my friends and my family. Like that is really, really important to me and one of like the values of my life is maintaining those relationships and not only living life for career. So that's everything I try to, you know, people say there's no such thing as balance. I don't know. When people say that, I guess I agree with what they're saying is like, there's no such thing as a perfect balance, of course. But balance to me just means like, I'm getting it all in one way or another. And like, I'm prioritizing different things on different 
days, different weeks, different months, whatever it is. And like, that's balanced to me, like different seasons for different priorities. And like, just making sure you're getting a little bit of everything in. It doesn't have to be a perfect split. I don't think that's what balance means. It's just like, make sure you're not giving 90% to career and then 10% to your friends and family and nothing to yourself. So it's like, just making sure there's pockets for every era of your life, which might seem overwhelming right now. And like, as much as I'm really intentional with my time in my life, this all has kind of, it unfolds as you go on, you know, like there's been moments of reflection a couple times a year or once a month or whatever it is, or when I journal where I realize, oh, I'm not giving enough time to this. You reflect here and there and like you tweak it. But I think sometimes when you can hear people talk about this on a podcast, it just seems so overwhelming and like overly strategic and like as strategic as I am with my time, it kind of just like, I let it flow. I reflect, I'm like, oh, I'm not spending enough time with friends. Let me start prioritizing that more. Oh, I'm feeling really chaotic energy with the podcast. Like I never have any episodes prepared. Let me get more on a schedule with that and start pitching guests and make it so that it's like every Sunday is dedicated to that. So it's kind of like just tweaking as I go. And I feel like I'm as of right now in a really good rhythm. I've been back in full-time life for about 10 months now. And I feel like I finally kind of have it all down. Do I get it every single day? Absolutely not. Every single week? Absolutely not. I'm constantly like I'm constantly trying to get back on track and back in a routine. I think we all are, but I do feel like I have that routine to go back to now, which is really nice. So in most areas, not all, but let's start with like how I structure my day and then we can get bigger and like how I, you know, productivity hacks and all that. So each day, obviously every day looks a little bit different, but like there's three pillars. It's like the morning, the day, which is my full-time job and then the night. So for me, my mornings every morning are for workouts and one morning a week therapy, but I work out before that. So I never save my workouts for the end of day. Again, it's something I've just learned as I've, as I've gone through life is that anytime I've used the excuse, like I know if I miss a workout one morning, cause I'm tired or whatever, like I don't tell myself I'm going to work out later. Cause anytime I do that, sometimes I still do, but anytime I do that, it doesn't happen. I don't work out at the end of the day. I'm too tired. I work until seven. I'm hungry. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's just not. And like, I set myself up for success by doing it in the morning. That is when I know I'm going to get it done. So my mornings are for my workouts. Any like editing or social content, like editing a YouTube video or anything like that is reserved for nighttime after I cook and clean with Ethan. So that's time I'm spending with Ethan after the workday that ends at 7 I spend time with Ethan for like an hour and a half and we're cooking together. We clean together, make breakfast for, for the next day, talk about our day while we eat dinner or whatever. And then I have about an hour, an hour and a half before I like to wind down. That is when I will like edit a YouTube video, get my podcast up for the next morning, uh, upload a, a, my podcast to YouTube, things like that. Like anything social driven on YouTube or podcast that takes a lot more work than like editing a TikTok for five minutes. That kind of stuff is always at night. So I know I'll get to that at night once I hit the couch. And I know I'll get to my workout when I wake up in the morning. So I know I'm going to hit both of those things because I have this like an assigned allotted time where I do that. And now it's just a habit and I don't like think about it. It's not like, oh, this is the time I have to sit down and do that. It's like, no, I just finished cooking and cleaning. I'm going to sit down and like 
edit a few reels for my podcast while I watch Love Island, you know? Another way I get content filming done is I've leaned a lot more heavily into vlogs. So back in the day, during the pandemic and everything, my like major strategy for YouTube and TikTok even, no, not really. Well, TikTok was like trying out workout classes. That's how I first started on TikTok. YouTube, same thing, but it was also a lot of workout challenges. So like I tried Sydney Cummings for 30 days. Like I did Chloe Ting for two weeks. That took a lot more time out of my day, out of my week, out of my month, and a lot more planning, like just like so much more work to do something like that than it is to lean into like vlogging. So now that I'm back in a full-time job and we're out of like lockdown season and all the things, like I have a lot more going on than I did when I was doing that. I have leaned heavily into vlogging or documenting my own fitness journey. So instead of I'm doing this 30-day challenge for YouTube, it's I'm actually training for a half marathon. So when am I going to film a TikTok? I will film my run and it'll be like a run with me vlog. Same with YouTube. I have leaned heavily into the NYC vlogger situation. I thought that I had to do all these really intense like concept sit down videos, which I did for the longest time. And it got me to where I am for sure. It kicked things off for me and it allowed people to discover me. And I think that's really important when you start out on YouTube, which is a whole nother podcast, but I now just vlog. So right now I'm not putting pressure on myself to do anything crazy because I can now TikTok and film YouTube videos while I'm working in the day, while I'm doing my morning routine, you know, like it's not how it used to be where even aside from the workout challenges, I dedicated one morning a week. So Wednesdays, I have therapy at nine. I would dedicate Wednesdays to before therapy, I would do sit down videos. I'd have to put on my makeup, get the ring light out, make a whole setup, have a script. Like it was a lot more work. And I just literally didn't have the capacity. It made me slack on my podcast. And when I'm doing well on my podcast, it made me slack on my YouTube. And it was just like a never ending cycle of, I believe in hustling. And like, if you want to make it work, you can. Like I, I made it work. I got it all in. Right. But my nervous system was declining. My IBS was on the rise. Like I just value so much more my well-being, my social life, like all these other things. Like I want to be a well-rounded person. And so those things are going to be on the back burner. And like, if I want to do a sit down video and I have an idea for it, or I finish half marathon training and I'm like, let me film this or whatever it might be. Like I want to film a skincare routine on YouTube, then I'll do it. But I'm not forcing myself to every Wednesday morning, come up with some grand script and then do my makeup and set up the whole production, film that, edit that, film B-roll another morning for it. Like a lot more goes into it than you realize. So I think it's important to also like evaluate when if you're doing something like me with content, like the content you're creating and like we can make it a little more low lift, you know? That also came with building a community on YouTube where people are saying to me, I love the vlogs, I love the vlogs, I love the vlogs. And I realize what videos do I watch as a consumer vlogs? So like, it just makes sense for me right now. This is going to ebb and flow, but I'm just trying to explain that like, I'm no longer concerned with jam packing everything in. I'm now more concerned with like, what is the most important to me and how can we prioritize that? And like, make myself a little calmer because I was always pulling my hair out, always stressed, always all the things. And it was like stuff I was putting on myself and pressure I was putting on myself. And I'm just a healthier, happier person making sure that like I 
get time with Ethan. I get time with my friends on the weekend and all the things, which we'll get into a little bit more. So that's how I bookend my day. I know that in the mornings it's for fitness goals and in the night it's for any content goals. And then throughout the day, I'm vlogging on YouTube. I'm making TikToks on my lunch break walk or just TikToks like more on the fly. I don't really plan that out, but I now also have to spend less time planning out a content calendar for YouTube because I'm just vlogging. So that's another thing. It's like, I'm just minimizing. I'm, I'm minimizing all of that. So now let's get into the weekend. So I sprinkle a little bit of work into the weekend with zero pressure, zero pressure to do that every single weekend. And a lot of time prioritized to self-care, social time, quality time with Ethan. I think personally, even if I'm hustling, like I think you can do both. I think in order to get myself to hustle all week and be efficient and proactive, like I need my personal cup to be filled. That's something I've learned. However, I've also learned that podcasting does better for me on the weekends in terms of recording. So I was trying to squeeze them in before work, after work, like it was just kind of chaos. I found after again, a lot of trial and error, I actually record my best podcast on a Sunday afternoon. I'm able to have my Sunday morning, go get coffee with Ethan, go for a run, go to the gym, like get grocery shop, do all my Sunday things still. And then in the afternoon, I usually will schedule them between 2 and 3.30, 2 and 4, either two back-to-back or one. And this can be in the studio in person in the city or a virtual one, but it's always around that time. And I'm never going to have to sacrifice social time. Like I know that because even if I go home to my parents for the weekend, I can make it back to the city for a two o'clock recording easily without sacrificing family time. Or I know no one's asking me for plans at four o'clock on a Sunday. So that's how I'm making sure I get in something for me and my work where I feel like, oh my God, I had this whole morning to myself and now I can be super present and prepared for my podcast without sacrificing any of my self-care or quality time. That is a time that just works for me. And I'm so glad I figured that out through a lot of trial and error. Let me tell you, I've done 9 a.m. recordings, 7 p.m. recordings, Saturday recordings. Like I've done it all. And I think once I nailed down the perfect time, I'm like, let's just leave it there. Now I know Sundays are for that. And not every Sunday. Sometimes in my head, I get three done one Sunday and like I'm good for the month, you know? But it just like helps me clear out brain space and brain capacity to know that happens on Sundays. Working out, that happens in the mornings, you know? Another part of this is like I edit full-time every single day. That is my main role at Dear Media is editing videos. So do I really want to do that on the weekend for myself? Absolutely not. To be completely honest, I really don't. So If I'm going to edit my own podcast reels, which I do, I make all my own trailers and reels, I'll just do that during the week at night or even sometimes at like 9.30 after my workout before I start work at 10 because I'm already in that mode for work. I'm already making podcast reels for work all day long. So like I'll just do it for myself also while I'm at it, you know? So it's just like knowing when you're going to have the capacity for everything. I used to schedule myself to like record YouTube videos and whatnot without taking into account, am I going to feel like putting on makeup that day? Am I gonna, what is my brain capacity going to be? And I just have gotten better over the years at like setting myself up for success and figuring out like when, even like knowing when my period's coming, like I'm probably not going to record a podcast that week on day one of my period. Day four, maybe. But like, it's, it seems silly, but I'm just trying to like set myself up for success so that I don't like cancel on things 
um, which I tend to do a lot. So (laughs) a little something about me. So let's get into the nitty gritty of just more productivity hacks aside from like how I'm planning everything out. So every Sunday I plan my week. That's a little hack. I, it's not really a hack. I hate when people say that, but I'm just, this section is called productivity hacks. Okay. Tips, little tip. Every Sunday I plan out my week. Even when it comes to like working out, if I wake up one morning and I don't have a plan, I don't have a workout class schedule, I don't scheduled, I don't know what run I'm doing, I don't know even if I'm running or if I'm going to the gym, whatever it is, like I probably won't get to it, right? Because I'll be like, oh, I'll wake up, I'll have my coffee, I'll be like, oh, let me look at workout times. Oh no, they're awful. Okay, let me program a workout for myself. And it just, the day gets away from me and I don't end up working out. So Every Sunday and marathon training, half marathon training has really helped me with this because I have to have a plan, right? Like one speed run a week, one recovery run a week. And I've loved every second of it because it gives me a structure to work around. It's like I have to do these three runs in a week. Again, when am I going to have energy to do them before therapy? Well, Or like let's put my long runs in on Saturdays because I know I'll have a lot more time and I won't be rushing to get anywhere. That's like what I've been doing. So Every Sunday I plan my week and it starts with the mornings of my week, which is the workouts. So I'll put the runs in and then I'll put in an upper body day, lower body day, and then yoga I try to do once a week. There's this 9 a.m. hot yoga class I know I love every single Friday, so I've been plugging that in every Friday. So I'm trying to get in more of a routine with it where like I'm still going to look at it and plan it out for every week, but for half marathon training, it's allowed me to have like a consistent structure which is really, really helpful because it used to be like, okay, let me plan my week, look at class pass and just like figure it out. But it's been kind of nice to have more of a structure around it. And that's how I start. So that's what I do. I plan my all my mornings out so that I know every single night before I go to bed for the week, I can just focus on editing and doing my YouTube and podcast work and I don't have to like plan a workout for the next day. Okay, another thing I do productivity wise is I, like I said, edit all day long. And relying on myself to edit a YouTube vlog is, I, I've tried it. I try doing it every once in a while. I think that I can do it and I can never manage it. YouTube vlogs, there's so much footage. I am recording my whole week. Like it's just, it's really, it's like a four hour ordeal to edit. And that would take me every single night of the week. And it's just not, it can't do it. So I hired an editor And this is for both financial reasons and personal reasons of just wanting to still have my personality in it and my own touch in it and a connection to my audience. I hired someone to do a rough cut. So what that means is they're going to cut out all the fluff, assemble all of my footage, take out all my ums, like, like everything is aligned and ready to go. I just have to put in the music and any creativity and the intro of all the clips and All of the creative aspects I will do because this is way cheaper than hiring someone to edit my vlog in full and also just allows me to like put the finishing touches on it and have a little more of a personal touch. And this is something I get done. Literally, it takes me one to two nights out of the week. And that is a little like productivity hack I decided to invest in is someone to help me with a rough cut. And this is something I also do with my podcast. So I have someone just edit my podcast edit the conversation very minimally so that all I have to do is have the podcast for conversation. I put it into the podcast like distribution platform. I have to do the description, the title, 
add advertisements into it. Like I do literally everything for my podcast. I color correct it even after it's edited. I'll color correct it to then go live on YouTube. I make the thumbnail for it to go live on YouTube. I make all of the podcast reels, the trailer. So this is just a little glimpse into the things I'm doing at night. Or if I end my workout early, I'll be doing this from like 9.15 to 10 a.m. before work. Point being, I touch every part of the podcast, so having someone edit the full-length episode is really, really helpful. Okay, another big hack that I feel like I'm always touching on is the wind-down routine. As I mentioned, a big reason I stopped, you know, doing these grand production videos on YouTube, which I had so much more time to do when I was working for myself. Like, I loved it. I was traveling to Denver. I was going with videographers into studios. Like, I was doing full-on productions and I wish I had the time to do that but I just had to have a sit down talk with myself and it's like bitch you don't have time to do that so get over it you'll have time one day who knows I'll be a mommy blogger one day and like only be doing YouTube and that'll be my time to get back into the who knows in this season of my life I don't have the capacity to do that and I fully accept that and I'm excited about it and it was like a honestly sigh of relief off my plate. That being said, when I was doing all that and editing my YouTube videos and editing my podcast, like I was pulling my hair out and I would go to bed super wired. And I was just stressed at all times of the day, all times of the night. I couldn't sleep. It would, it just fucked with me. So I realized that the wind down routine is so key. And Ethan will literally say to me, if I'm editing till 10 PM or something, he'll say, Jen, I don't like it. He'll be like, I understand. I'm proud of you. I'm just flagging that you did this last week and you were up all night because when I edit too late and then I wash up and go to bed, I'm so wired. I can't fall asleep. So because I'm such a creative and I'm always like my mind is going, editing, working all the time, it is really important to me that I shut down my technology and all of my content and all of that by 930. I don't hit it every night. A lot of the times it's 10, 10, 15. But I really try when I'm ahead on work and like I got stuff done in the morning and it's not absolutely necessary. Like the podcast isn't going up in the morning. I'm just like making reels for fun at this point or editing a YouTube video even though I could finish it in the morning. Like in those circumstances, I am shutting down by 930 and I'm washing up so that I can get into bed by 1015, read some of my Kindle, go to bed by 1030. That's the goal because otherwise I really won't be able to fall asleep. So little hack I do have, I spoke about this in my episode of like my workout, my routine and my supplements and like all the things that I use, my wellness routine. I went through my entire wind down routine, so I won't get into every little product I use, but these red light bulbs from Amazon, they're like literally $5. I put them in my lamp in the living room. And so every single night, Ethan and I After we've cooked and cleaned, it'll be around 8.45, 8.30. I know, okay, it's time to hit the couch. We put the red light on. The entire apartment looks different. I work from home, so I need a change of scenery somehow. I need it to not feel like work anymore. And the red lights will be on. The candles will be on. And from 8.30 to 9.30, I can either edit my podcast reels and watch TV. Sometimes I just watch TV when I'm ahead and I'm like, bitch, you're good. Like, Like, I don't work every single night. Some nights I'm just like, I can't do it. Again, if there's not something that absolutely needs to get done. And then we go into the bedroom. We put the hatch alarm clock on. I try to read a little bit before bed. We 
have red light also in our bathroom. So that'll be on every night with meditation music to wash up, like so extra, but it just really, really helps because I'm constantly in creative, like creativity mode and creation mode and like staring at my computer all day long that I just need, I need, I need it. I need to calm down, (laughs) need to calm down. And I'm in New York City, so it's just, it's a lot. I can't wait one day to, like, have a house and, like, have a fireplace that we put on every night. Oh, my God. Lastly, in that realm, I have been loving gua sha. This is something I do that just makes me feel beautiful. It's a beauty routine staple, but I found that it really helps me slow down at night. I'm, like, gua sha my jawline with the oils and the red light and whatever, and it just, like, feels really relaxing and helps to calm my nervous system down because unintentionally, like I'm slowing down and my breath is slowing down. So that is how I manage it all. (sighs) Guys, I'm exhausted from just saying all of that. So I hope you're not overwhelmed. Let me know if you took like one tip from this. Send this to a friend who also is a side hustle girly. Leave us a review. Like, please post it to your Instagram story. All of the things, all of this helps me so much. I'm exhausted from this episode right now. I don't know why. Probably because I've spoken spoken for 30 minutes straight. But anyway, love you all so much. Hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, DMs are open. Geneva Group's open. Let me know what's in and out of alignment for you. Let me know what guests you want to hear from. Let me know what solo episodes you want to hear. I'm going to shut up now. Goodbye. Have a great rest of your day. I love you. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So, You never have to go a day without Dare to Self-Care. 